Hey guys. Okay, waiting everyone to join. Yeah. Rob, I have a question. I'm not able to connect from uh, the uh, the Adao account. Is that okay if we if it doesn't show up the 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 official account or Yeah, that works, so don't worry. Okay. Hey Sito. GM Rob, how are you doing? Yeah, pretty good, you? Yeah, everything good. Right, I think we can start. So, welcome everyone. I am your host Rob Sack, together with Crypto. And today we will dive into the Atom Accelerator vision and the new grant program. For everyone that hasn't been around in the last two years, this is the second mandate for the Atom Accelerator. So, we had a first mandate last year that uh, has been shared uh, uh, with continuous update with the community. Today we will dive into, into this new mandate and also into the new grant program because there is probably a lot of changes compared with the first mandate. So we will dive into this with uh, with our guest. We have uh, Youssef. Hey, Youssef, welcome. And hey, Rob, thanks for having me. And we have Kudis Jay, also from the Atom Accelerator. DM, guys. Nice to be here. And uh, we should have also other members of the Atom Accelerator coming because uh, I think there are quite new members this year. So it will be great for the community to meet them uh, all uh, in this space. So I think that uh, we can start and uh, maybe start with an introduction uh, of the Atom Accelerator DAO actually, because uh, actually it's basically the first DAO that was elected by Cosmos Sub Governance. Yeah, I, I think we, we also have Riley here, uh, which we can bring up to speak as well. Um, but yeah, uh, Adam Accelerator DAO is, uh, once again, a grant-focused, uh, fully community-owned DAO uh, voted by our governance. Um, and our core mission is to position Adam and the hub accordingly in, in the interchain and even beyond it. So uh, we have a clear vision this year, right? We want to basically position the hub as a world-class uh, DAO and Atom as one of the most trusted assets in crypto. Um, and we want to be the main driver behind the value accrual of Atom um, and the most trusted hub-aligned organization. So in an ideal world, um, the hub would equal a DAO and a DAO would equal the hub. Um, so uh, part of our goals is, is really just to, to help secure its uh, financial future by strengthening the developer ecosystem, um, by bringing much needed funding to support project uh, developers and holders, um, and act as a uh, connector between the hub's partners and the hub itself as a trusted uh, interlocutor. Um, but I'll let uh, Yusuf take over from here and add anything. 
I think you've uh, summarized it perfectly, uh, Johnny. I have uh, nothing much to to add on this, except that we have uh, Riley and uh, Carter who just uh, joined uh, and are members of uh, uh, the strategic committee. So I'll let them share a quick word if they if they want. If so, we can. If not, we can move to the next question. Yes, welcome, Riley and Carter. Great to see you here. I mean, Riley has been. Uh, here quite often being also with the stride team. So he's uh, definitely a friend of the Atom Zone for a while. Welcome, Riley. And uh, yeah, sure, feel free to introduce uh, uh, yourself and also what is your role in the Atom Accelerator. Hey, guys. Uh, Riley, one of the founders of Stride here. I joined a DAO strategy committee about a month ago and have been uh, helping out um, on some of the strategy and PD and um, direction for the org. And Carter here, one of the founders over at Shade Protocol. Uh, also, I've had the honor to join AADAO about a month ago. I've helped with all things, kind of improving the grant process internally. I've been helping with some of the, the hiring, business development, and high-level strategy. So I think 2024 is a really big opportunity for Adam to really embrace ICS and onboard kind of the next wave of really key app chains and the opportunity to really turn Adam into really effective interchain capital. Uh, it's such a trusted asset. It's such a distributed asset. It has, it's one of the most neutral assets in Cosmos, I would say the most neutral asset. Um, so really embracing the interchain rails and exporting Adam and making it the most liquid asset throughout the IBC ecosystem is a, is a really, really big opportunity for us this year. Yeah, definitely a very strong lineup here and also great, uh, Carter, to have you there and also Riley. Um, Johnny, you mentioned earlier that the big vision basically for the AADAO is to kind of be the main organization or, or entity to drive value for Atom, right? So can you maybe expand on some of these things and just like a, maybe a high-level overview and ideas that you have like, how could this be achieved? How can the AADAO, being a DAO, being decentralized, being kind of also community-funded, community, um, obviously also has a lot of feedback and input there to share. Like, how, how do you manage all that? And, and what are some, some of the ideas that you guys have right now to, like, um, realize that vision? Yeah, so, I mean, based on last year, we realized that, you know, the part-time positions that the members had wasn't enough to kind of facilitate all the activities that we were doing. Uh, we took on more than we expected. So this time, uh, part of the managing comes to, you know, expanding, right? We have a strategy committee now that is going to be focused more towards the RFP-based uh, grants. We just onboarded a grant lead, uh, which uh, we will announce soon. Uh, we're in process of hiring a marketing lead and, um, of course, the oversight elections, which we're going to talk a little bit later about. Great. And I think that uh, the first the first step where we can start is actually uh, how how the this mandate, this new mandate differentiate from uh, the older one, because uh, I think that uh, the, we can see the older one also like uh, a sort of test also with the community, with the Cosmos subcommittee, because uh, it was also a way to start to build trust with the community, because uh, DAO within the Cosmos sub, it's of course a new thing, it's nothing that we experienced before. So how differentiate from the previous one? Did something change that? Uh, feel free, yeah. anyone to reply. Yeah, 
<clears throat> I can take this one, Robin. That's a, that's a great question. Um, I would say in year one, and you mentioned it rightfully, uh, it was a pilot of not even a year. It was a pilot of nine months. Um, and the org that we built um, had uh, around two-thirds of the workforce um, on a part-time model. Um, and so our hands were kind of a bit tight. Uh, we also assessing the market. Uh, it was a bear market, if you remember. Uh, so very, uh, very different situation from today. We had uh, to be extremely cautious uh, with uh, the the funding that we that we were we were deploying. We have to be conservative. Um, so all of those things uh, made last year uh, very, very different. What we uh, what we focused on mostly was uh, to work on the tokenomics RFP. Uh, because uh, we thought it was urgent. So that was one of our core uh, missions last year. And then the, the, the other mission was just to basically serve as a, uh, as a liquidity facilitator in terms of funding the developer ecosystem and making sure, uh, you know, in the midst of one of the worst bear market that uh, developers wouldn't flee to more uh, favorable uh, L1s. And so in year one, uh, the, the, the number of rep, uh, we, we got a pretty high number of uh, acceptance rate around grants uh, because we thought it was needed. Now, in year two, uh, we have the trust uh, from the community. Indeed, we, I think we passed with an even better score than year one with 80% uh, approval. Uh, and so that means that we can um, take take on a bit more risk. Uh, and so a few ways to, to, to address this is first to migrate to a predomin predominantly, sorry, full-time model. So right now, um, you know, once we finish all the hiring that we want to do, so the grant lead, the marketing lead, uh, we will end up with uh, two-thirds of the workforce being full-time. And I think it's critical uh, if we want to build uh, a long-lasting impact for organization, um, it has like it's a, it's it's a it's a minimum to to be full time, right? That's that's not a guarantee, but it's it definitely going to help us do more and cover more ground and establish ourselves further as a as a core uh, hub organization. So one very different thing that we're bringing this year is the strategy committee, and the way uh, we built it is we thought it was important to to bring um, high profiles like Riley uh, and Carter. So high profiles, but also very diversified skill set, right? So uh, Riley is the, 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 the co-founder of, of Stride, who's been able to to, uh, to build a successful uh, liquid staking DAP. Uh, Carter is a very talented uh, researcher uh, and thinker uh, and thought leader for, for Shade and, and, you know, in Cosmos. And so the idea behind the strategy committee was really to uh, bring a diverse uh, skill set so that we can cover uh, all the blind spots and make sure that we're thinking out of the box. Um, and that's the reason why, you know, we we try to to bring outsider from AEDAO uh, as opposed to like being a, a full-time member of AEDAO where sometimes you, 
we wouldn't be able to to see past the, 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 the you know that that tunnel vision and so it was important for us to to bring an outsider that can really uh, bring value and and strategize uh, uh, on that so and then the the the, the last uh, major change that we're bringing is that we are uh, adding so we are revamping our oversight committee to have it more aligned uh with the atom community um you know we uh, we think it's important uh to to have proper representation uh within the atom community it is the very minimum that we can do since we're fully founded and owned uh by by the cosmos hub and so uh, the process uh has started uh, a few days ago uh we're likely going to extend um the deadline for application so that we can get more uh application uh, but that member who's going to be uh, elected and we'll go, we will go on chain with the, uh, the three best proposals uh, and then the one with the highest scores will be elected as a, as, a, as, 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 a, as a committee. And then the last thing on the functioning of the grant program itself is what we want to do in 2024, uh, which is quite different from 2023, is deploy our treasury with... Uh, much more focus and intention. So in 2023, because very quickly we got um, um, extremely, uh, how do you say, uh, busy with inbound and we're not necessarily equipped uh, to do all the scope, this year with, with more, uh, more headcount uh, and more, uh, let's say, and, and, and a strategy committee, the goal is really to, to rationalize how we, how, how we spend uh, our treasury and to be intentional. Uh, and so that would mean uh, moving from uh, a reactive mode where we process a lot of inbound to uh, a more proactive approach where we you know, decide at a very high level what are the categories that we want to focus on. So Atom as money, for example, uh, Atom as a, as, a, as a security aggregator as seen by, as presented by by informal with the, their the latest project uh, with Babylon. Uh, and so we're gonna migrate much more aggressively toward uh, what we call RFPs and high priority grants. And our goal is to spend at least 50% uh, of our treasury on those uh, initiatives. So RFPs and uh, high priority grants. I really liked uh, when you said about Bringing, bringing on more outsiders, right? And I think, think especially for the Cosmos Hub, there's this huge gap right now where, yeah, there, there there's this huge void where like a lot of outsiders, whether it's investors, content creators, builders, developers, creators, they don't really know all the things that are going on on the Cosmos Hub. And I think it requires an entity or, or DAO like, like the DAO in coordination with other organizations, right? We've seen from also now in the audience and there's others contributing to it also now with Delphi and Asteroids and these kind of things to like really be aligned and like have a strategy to like onboard these outsiders, educate them and, and facilitate their, their entry. So can you maybe expand a little bit on, on that and like what, what strategies you have in mind? To, like, for example, does it mean that with the ADAO you wanna also go, go out there more, go to other conferences, other events, host workshops, or what are your plans there? Who wants to take this one? I can, I can jump in on this one. So I think ICS and the whole process of 
from the top of the funnel of onboarding people all the way down to actually integrating and getting users on those new chains. I think there's like a huge opportunity between informal and AADAO and Cosmos as a whole to streamline and help that outbound process of people don't know like how to onboard into ICS and like all the benefits that are there. Um, And so it's like a high level strategy standpoint. I think one of the big goals in 2024 is onboard the next, you know, four or five ICS chains in a way that economically drives value back to the hub um, with use cases that have long-term alignment with spreading Atom as interchain capital. And another emerging idea is Atom, Atom as gas um, within the AEZ, but also outside of the AEZ. Is it possible to kind of unify a lot of the friction within IBC around making uh, Atom as gas and simplifying this increasingly complex world of a thousand different chains with a thousand different gas tokens, right? Uh, and there's there's definitely like abstractions that are being done to help solve for this. But can we place Atom within that kind of exponentially growing ecosystem? So at least from my perspective, Atom is gas, onboarding ICS chains that are economically aligned with, you know, airdropping back to the hub slash use cases that help push Atom. I think there's really, really big opportunities on that front that we're that we're looking into. And Riley, if you have anything you'd like to kind of add on this overarching topic. Yep. Yep. Carter, I think you put up an incredibly thoughtful post on the Cosmos Sub Forum a few months ago that went into all this in a lot of a lot of detail. I would say the the biggest thing on my mind uh, for Adam these days is using Adam as collateral across DeFi. Um, and exporting it across chains, not just ICS chains, consumer chains, but but all these new, large, um, top of mind chains that are launching with the Cosmos SDK and with Comet BFT and with um, IBC and even the rollups on top of them. Um, there's just a renewed sense of excitement and and vigor in in the interchain. Um, and I think we have a really special opportunity to export Atom to those chains and make it one of the key base pairs and uses in DeFi. Um, so pushing on that front is really tough moment. Yeah, and, and I also that, uh, add to what Ryden and Carter just said that um, I think one of the goals of AEDAO is also to become somehow a one-stop shop for uh, outsiders that are looking to to get into uh, into the Cosmos Hub or or or, or get into Cosmos, uh, so that's that's gonna help out a bit because it's very difficult right now for uh, prospective partners to to find uh, an org. So there is a DAO, there is informal. So that's that's a very good uh, I would say first step. Uh, but we never really uh, as a community uh, expanded outward. Uh, and I think that's something that we have to do um, next this year. And so Atom has money, Atom has, has favorite collateral. I mean, it's a lot of uh, outreach and, and BD. And I think that there is a consensus uh, around the EDAO that we uh, want to move outward as, as much as possible. And there is a lot uh, 
to be done, uh, including in governance, right? Like, so if you want to uh, whitelist Atom as, as collateral, uh, whether you're talking about Ethereum, Avalanche, et cetera, um, you know, sometimes you're going to need some, some governance efforts and you're going to need some resources to make sure that uh, um, Atom is properly described, Atom value is properly uh, explained, uh, because a lot of outsiders right now, uh, outside of Cosmos, still don't know uh, uh, the, the the value accrual of Atom or the role of Atom within the chain. So I think there's a lot of work in terms of education uh, that is yet to be done. And uh, we're pretty uh, ready to take on that challenge. The other um, item that's going to be interesting for us, uh, and that goes, uh, that departed from uh, Carter uh, Atom Endgame post on the forum, was to position... And uh, it's also been an argument for, that uh, Jack from Strangelove has been making repeatedly um, that we should position Atom around uh, around IBC. And, you know, there are two IBCs. There is the IBC within Cosmos, right? And then there is uh, all the IBCs that connect Cosmos to other ecosystems, like uh, what Composable Finance is doing or uh, what Polymer is doing, what Union is doing. And all of those are still, I would say, virgin markets. And we definitely want to position uh, Atom, uh, whether we're talking about Atom as gas or just using that those uh, IBC bridges to export Atom and, and conquer those, uh, those markets that are very exciting. And we're basically going from zero. So it can only get better from, from here because Atom was just not represented outside of Cosmos and uh, and centralized exchange. Uh, so that's going to be a very positive. And I think we're going to be spending um, a lot of financial and human resources on tying the the, the growth of IBC uh, to the Atom token itself. And one category just to jump in that was added this year was the Atom Interchain data category of we really want to push on these visualizations that show all of the atom and where it's being exported to within IBC and also outside of the Cosmos ecosystem, um, as well as visualizing that like atom atom is gas usage. So we need the the data visualization and the historical data to be able to tell the story. And we have really good things like Map of Zones, but a more like focused version of something like Map of Zones as it pertains to to atom as a token. Um, I think is going to be a really powerful category this year. What about um, consumer chain onboarding, right? I mean, you mentioned earlier the, the whole concept around security aggregation, also with Babylon. We, there was also spaces here um, last week when it when it was announced, which basically enables Bitcoin staking for the Cosmos Hub. So to basically um, secure the Cosmos Hub through restaked BTC. Uh, I personally would also love to see Eigenlayer um, to extend into the Cosmos Hub. I think that would also be cool. Um, but then I think the question is, okay, what if we have all the security, but um, there's not 10, 20, 100 chains to be secured? Um, do you think that only a handful of chains, but high quality chains like Neutron and Stride um, are enough? Or do you think like what, what, what in your kind of uh, mind is the, the ideal end game or evolution for, for the AZ, or I guess it would then evolve into like the, the cosmos economic zone, I guess. Um, what is kind of the, the end game for that? Like how you envision that and how do you collaborate also with 
you know, informal that are building that on the technical side of things? Um, how, how does that work? I can take this one. So, and that's, that's just my personal opinion. I'm not talking in, uh, as, uh, the voice of a DAO, but I've always advocated for, uh, tighter integration with consumer chain, but more focusing more on quality than, than quantity. And if we can build, uh, what I call an agglomeration of consumer chains that rally around the hub, six, seven, eight, max 10 high quality chains, uh, where we have basically, where each consumer chain plays a very specific role in advancing the narrative of Atom as, as, as money and as a security uh, provider or as, as a security aggregator. So, you know, you have, you have Stride that is uh, the, 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 the most important uh, liquid staking provider in Cosmos. You have Neutron, which acts as the execution layer of the Cosmos hub. Uh, what what else do you need uh, if you want to position Atom as money, right? You would need potentially uh, lending, borrowing, perps. Uh, and so I think that's how we should go about uh, adding consumer chain. It's, it's not just about um, first come, first serve, but it needs to be um, extremely uh, selective in uh, how we approach those those consumer chains and only uh, go with the one that uh, that really bring value to that narrative and then once you have that you can start doing cross-chain governance like we've like we've seen with for example neutron or the hub or stride and the hub uh, the atom alignment treasury that is going to be built by by binary builders is also going to allow the hub uh, to vote with the the asset it has on the community pool on the other chain that it, that it, uh, it owns. Uh, so that's, so, I mean, it starts with security. Security is an entry point, but then obviously you need like, you need to have a long-term vision of what you want to do because security is, you know, is just becoming a commodity more and more. Uh, and so if you're only offering security, then I don't think you have a product. So security is an entry point. And on top of that, and I think Stride did an excellent job with their proposal uh, to join ICS where, you know, they made it de facto uh, also a liquidity uh, partner by requesting that uh, the first ever protocol on, on liquidity uh, that is hosted currently on, 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 uh, on, um, on Astroport. So I think being creative and finding way to have a very tight integration while also serving the core narrative that is Atom as money, uh, is, is going to be key. And then, you know, there is PSS, obviously, partial set security, uh, where uh, moving to a more permissionless model. And I think that should also uh, be, 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 be considered. Uh, I don't know about the others, if you have uh, ideas. I guess I would jump in and really in, and say that I think Atom Wars as a concept is like this kind of open market mechanism for kind of pushing out atom liquidity. And I, I think if we can combine the like, kind of like liquidity mechanisms with onboarding consumer chains, um, while also being part of that funding process, there's just like a bunch of value adds that the, that the hub can bring. Uh, and we can pull in really, really quality projects. I also think that like the institutional uh, side of things is very unexplored in Cosmos. There, there are, Definitely institutions that are looking into the Cosmos SDK that want to launch their own chain, want to be a permission chain that also 
has access to IBC and the kind of the broader permissionless world and don't necessarily have the ability to bootstrap that security out of the gate. So I think like landing a very large institutional player in Cosmos would also be kind of a paradigm shift that we haven't seen yet. We we see other ecosystems like Avalanche, for instance, that are like very focused on that type of that type of play. So lots of like unexplored territory on the institutional side of things as well. Yeah. So basically, if I should make a summary, I think that there are three main points of focus, which is uh, one is interchain money. Uh, and I think that uh, that would also position Atom as uh, like the center of the interchain because it's like an engine that power all these applications. But on the other side, you also have as a focus Atom as gas. So that would imply actually literally putting Atom as uh, at the center of the UX of the interchain. And lastly is this idea of having uh, Atom uh, actually becoming some sort of a launchpad, probably, if you mentioned that the Cosmos SDK, basically new player joining and using Cosmos SDK would kind of have a support from the Cosmos subcommittee to launch their blockchain. I'm not sure if that's what you meant with this last statement. So this is really puts Atom into, into boosting its adoption. It's uh, it's more a matter how how this will plays out. For example, I assume that for Atomas Gas token, it will be the focus mainly towards Relayer and uh, wallets. Is is this a correct assumption, or uh, if someone want to add anything about uh, how actually enables uh, Atomas Gas token? Yeah, on the Atom as gas side, we saw Terra do something very interesting recently which is essentially enabling USDC as gas on the chain. Uh, the only thing is that you have to pay a premium when you're using um, USDC as gas on that chain. I think Adam actually has a lot of crossover in terms of validator sets and community members across a lot of chains. And we've never really explored what the appetite is for adding in something like Adam as gas on some of the non-Adam economic zone chains. And I think if you combine that type of kind of business development effort with a liquidity initiative like Adam Wars, I think the doors start to open up. And yeah, like truth be told, this is this is still like a new this is a new concept. And it is a bold concept to try to export Adam and, and have it be more of a intimate experience outside of the Adam economic zone. Um, and I, I call it the Adam gas zone which I think will be kind of a superset and even broader set than just the AEZ. And we'll, we'll see where that leads. Yeah, I think that uh, historically speaking, uh, there is an history where projects align with the Cosmos Hub and are successful and projects that firstly align with the Cosmos Hub and then are not that successful. There are a couple of examples. So I think there is a, a real advantage is to have this kind of network, network effect with the Cosmos Hub which probably is shows uh, also uh, from uh, if we see stride and neutron success, which uh, of course they have wonderful teams. We all know this, they, we are very lucky to have these great teams building around this atom economy zone, but there's also a strong network effect uh, created by the Cosmos Hub. So this is definitely an interesting concept. And uh, let's say uh, we have uh, right now in the audience, people interested to apply. Like what kind of what kind of uh, of uh, of user you're you're looking for to basically uh, releasing the grants? Like 
Is it on many levels, like community members, builders, developers, uh, or, or there is a spe specific target that you're looking more? Also, also maybe differentiating probably the different funding teams that uh, we haven't expanded yet, but uh, maybe, maybe I can give uh, a brief intro because uh, I have a note here that uh, basically explain what are the new funding teams. So basically the new funding teams are Atomas, Interchain Money, Partial Set Security, Cross-Chain Industry Collaboration, Security Audit and Risk Framework, Enhancing Developer Experience and Harnessing Atom as Interchain Data. So if you could add like uh, who are your main targets and who should apply to these categories, uh, that would be great. I think some of the people on the audience are probably interested right now. I can take the first part of the question and then I'll maybe uh, leave the floor to Carter for the, the second part. So on the first part, like who, who are we targeting? Um, so last year, 99% of the funding that we gave was uh, around what we call inbound grants. So what do we mean by inbound? It means grants that were we basically just processed them, right? We didn't, we didn't court them, we didn't prepare them. They just came to us. Uh, and those are, those are extremely important as well, right? Because they're spontaneous grants uh, from pretty much everyone, mostly from uh, smaller builders, uh, team of two, three people. Uh, but this year we, we have to do different. We have to act differently because, uh, it, we just need to, uh, how can I say, improve improve our, our game by, again, being more uh, intentional in the capital. So what we agreed on, what we're suggesting, it's not set in stone, but what we suggested with Prop 865 was to allocate roughly 50% to open grants and then migrate the rest, the other 50%, to uh, RFPs and, and higher priority grants. And those are likely going to be... Uh, bigger players so um for example if you want to uh, be serious about uh ibc uh we're gonna need to uh you know do research uh and then publish an rfe very likely and uh work with the with the with the most credible uh players and so those are two two very different targets right open grants is more about uh smaller players and rfe is more about uh, players that uh, we know have the the bandwidth and the and the skill set to ship the ideas that we have, such as uh, shared security, uh, atom as gas, atom as money, and and so on and and so forth. And I'll let Carter talk about the the, the categories themselves and what's going to be our focus. Yeah. So I think the the RFPs are an opportunity to make an asymmetric focused bets that have asymmetric upside for for the hub whereas kind of the open grants kind of empower the community to creatively come up with ways to kind of push push adam forward so if you have you know 100 let's say you had all funding was just rfps you'd be missing out on kind of the general creativity you'd be you'd be you'd be overly prescriptive versus if you only have open grants and you didn't have any rfps then, then you're kind of a little bit rudderless. You maybe are lacking some of the ability to be prescriptive. So I think Yusef's kind of leadership and ideas this year on trying to kind of find a balance between the two, I think is, is, is extremely 
smart in this scenario. And I think it's a really good um, like set of changes from last year. In, in terms of the different categories, the ones I think I'm super excited about, as I mentioned earlier, that Adam has interchained data. If you're, if you're a builder interested in telling the story of Adam and its usage within Cosmos and outside of Cosmos, I think there's going to be a really big opportunity for a project like that over the course of the next like decade, right? Like that's, that's a massive data visualization project that someone's going to have to tackle. Um, and then on the Adam as like entertain capital, there's really like two RFPs that are kind of under development right now. One is the AGZ, which is like the Adam gas zone, the initiative around pushing Adam to as many changes possible as gas. And then another one is tied to the relayer side of things, which is, can we have um, Adam within the relayer community simplify the user experience for users where all they need is Adam to traverse and get onto a chain as opposed to needing, you know, multiple gas tokens. So that's kind of like a Adam interchain relayer module type of thing that's kind of being scoped right now. So very excited about both of those RFPs. Um, and then on the cross-chain collaboration category and the cross-industry collaboration, those are both opportunities, I think, on the, the DeFi side of things to, at least on the cross-chain collaboration, is like, we should be exporting Atom beyond just Cosmos. There are other massive ecosystems out there that would be willing to collaborate with the hub on establishing liquidity and establishing these DeFi cross-chain partnerships. And I think with IBC starting to connect to things like Avalanche, to things like Solana, probably things like Cardano, um, the hub has this really big opportunity to act on that in an organized and efficient manner uh, to push Atom beyond just Cosmos. So that's something that I think there's a lot of grant opportunities around. Across industry collaboration, I think I mentioned this one earlier. Um, it's really easy to get in our own little crypto Cosmos bubble in terms of use cases. Um, but there's a whole other set of like Web2 builders that are starting to creep into Web3. And realistically, anyone who can help facilitate onboard those more creative non-Web3 blockchains and use cases, I think there's really big opportunities there. So be sure to check those categories out. Um, then we have the security audits and risk framework, um, developer experience. Yeah, there's, there's, there's quite a few. So be sure to you know, check out the Atom Accelerator website and check out the categories. There's, there's, just, there's a lot of things to check out this year. I, I would also say that, hey, if you have an idea or know, uh, you know, a team that can, you know, build on this idea, just shoot them my way because I'm actively reaching out to teams. Like, for example, uh, when Carter mentioned the interchain data, I've been, you know, hitting up DeFi Llama guys or wherever I find some some talented teams just to try to recruit and, you know, kind of, you know, visualize like the importance of Adam and the interchain. But it's 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 beyond that. Right. So if you have any ideas and you have any teams, feel free to, you know, hit my DMs. I'm, I'm always active scouting around, looping around. So happy to help, uh, you know, uh, take your considerations. Very cool. And I think that uh, we can also chat a little bit about uh, what's coming in the near future. Because last year there was a lot of uh, uh, a lot of upcoming F FPS, so maybe there is uh, something that you are excited about that is coming soon. I remember there was, for example, a discussion in the past about the 
the AAT, the, uh, the proposal of effort capital that are still yet to coming. So is there any upcoming uh, funded uh, initiative by the Atom Accelerator now that you're excited about? Um, I would say, so something that we haven't talked about yet today is that we want to explore further what we call venture grants. So traditional grants uh, in crypto, you would basically uh, give funding and expect uh, that in exchange for that funding, uh, some piece of infrastructure would be built, some that would be built, and that it would benefit the entire uh, ecosystem uh, at large. Venture grants are different in the sense that in addition to the to what I just said, you also the the EDA would also get uh, a share of the, uh, for example, as as an airdrop uh, of the funded project, or potentially even uh, a revenue share, and that that opens up uh, new opportunities for the hub to generate revenue. So, under Prop Eight Sixty Five, uh, we agreed with the Atom community that we would uh, start making sourcing and executing deals on behalf of the Cosmos Hub, and that we would direct 80% of those uh, airdrops and revenue shares to the Atom community pool, and we would retain uh, 20% uh, so that we can move progressively toward uh, uh, a self-sustained uh, EDAO. And so I'm personally very excited about that because it's an entire different framework, and it's also more uh, somehow motivating when you know that the hub is going to get something uh, in in return. And so one area, for example, that is exciting, at least to me, is uh, working with uh, projects that right now uh, want to align uh, with Atom, but the, don't have an org that they can talk to, to get advice, uh, etc. And so uh, those projects, for example, sometimes are very interesting for, 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 for the hub. And if we uh, found them, we find a way to align them further uh, with the hub and also making EDAO more, 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 more self-sustainable. And so I think that's going to be very interesting. Now, obviously, we, we need to bring some changes to how we operate. And so we're, as we speak, working on that uh, to, to see how different uh, venture grants are from grants. How do we prepare uh, on the on the legal compliance side, uh, on the funding side, on the on the on the staffing side? Because uh, we're now likely going to need uh, more specialized resources to to make venture grants uh, happening. So I'm personally very excited uh, about that, and we're already uh, have a few uh, projects in the pipeline. Uh, obviously, we can't share because it's too uh, it's too premature. Uh, but yeah, and, and, and obviously go try to go more this year for, for the moonshot. Last year was about uh, serving the serving and assessing the general appetite of the of the Atom community. Uh, but this year it's going to be uh, after, you know, going after the moonshot uh, that uh, Carter and, and uh, Riley and, and, and Chris J were, were mentioning. So wallets, Atom as gas, Atom as money, DeFi. Uh, shared security and just to add like a little a little note to that i mean i think this is part of the raising the bar for what it takes to be accepted as a as a grant it's like the 
the days of any sort of like unambiguous value accrual back to the hub, I think like those days are coming to a close. And I would say that it's at this point unapologetically driving value directly back to the hub as, as direct as possible. And I think venture grants are like an extremely powerful mechanism for, for doing that. And I think the bar being raised on open grants also helps with that. Yeah, I think that it, there was a, a community member in the in the Cosmos community that has been speaking about this for a while, which is Wikex, because I remember some of his tweet about uh, the Cosmos sub should do venture and uh, fund project within the ecosystem. So it's it's interesting to see these dynamics come to realization through the Atom Accelerator DAO. And uh, I think that Yusef also mentioned it in one of his latest tweets that this could imply also the Cosmos subcommittee pool to have an allocation or something, which uh, could be a direct value accrual in this case for the Cosmos sub, which would be pretty evident because I think that one of the most evident value accrual that we saw in Cosmos sub is uh, the 42 million neutron in the community pool, because that is a value that is undeniable, that is uh, in the hands of the, of the Cosmos sub governance. So it's something that you can track and see the value and uh, it's uh, it's probably not yet corresponding in uh, in creating any amplification, uh, mostly because uh, it probably requires some more marketing or anything to amplify what actually is happening in the Cosmos Hub because there is so much happening right now that probably is difficult to track. And I think this goes back to the idea of having this uh, harnessing interchain data so to probably to show everything that is happening in the ecosystem. So that is a category that actually I think it's quite interesting because uh, I also suggested something about uh, having all this data, especially for all the airdrops that we have been receiving in the Cosmos sub, because it's a lot of value, but there is really no one tracking it. So very interesting. Uh, I would, I would, I want, I would like to come back to the uh, to the uh, election of a community elected uh, oversight member. Because uh, this applies uh, basically for anyone that is listening right now to the space because it's uh, for cosmonauts. So uh, what kind of, uh, of uh, person are you looking for the role? Like who should apply? What is the principle that this person should have any experience? Feel free to add anything. And, uh, and also uh, for anyone listening, be sure to check uh, the latest suite from Cosmos Hub because actually direct to the forum post so you can read the entire uh, post about this uh, opportunity. Yeah, um, I, I can take this one. So uh, I was oversight um, last year, so transition to you know grant review. Um, and what I noticed is uh, there's uh, no one like directly representing or in, in touch with the community. So I kind of like took on that role myself. Um, and that was one part that I felt like we were lacking last year. And uh, in, in this year, we were looking for that member, that third oversight member, since he's going to be community elected, be the one that is in communication largely with the community and providing feedback to us. Um, so this will be a part time role. So it's not going to be, you know, a full time position. Um, I know there's a lot of uh, bright cosmonauts out there that, you know, uh, express interest, but some of them, you know, have their own full time jobs that they, they can't really commit. So uh, it's going to be about 35% of full time uh, position. Um, and it's yeah, the, the role is really just to oversee the community sentiment um, alongside the, the coordinator and uh, address any community concerns. Um, they'll also attend the meetings. Um, 
and be up to date with everything the AADAO is doing, providing feedback, uh, whether it's on protocols, whether it's community members signing off on uh, grantee payments, and uh, helping summarize the activities in, in the transparency reports. Um, so we can have more, I would say, more engagement with the community, more feedback, more communication um, is, is primarily the role of it. And of course, this is uh, the first time we're doing this. So uh, we're looking at all the applications. And once we, you know, look through them and we'll put three of the top members on chain. And like you have said earlier, the most ones with the most votes um, will be elected. And yeah, uh, we, we want someone that's, you know, well uh, knowledgeable in the hub, but also not not just the hub, but Cosmos, but also neutral in in the sense where, you know, they are for the hub, but they they see things objectively and, you know, not one way or another. Uh, that can be that balance between AADAO and and the community. Great, and I think that there will be a lot of interesting candidates, and uh, I'm also curious to see how it will uh, evolve the first basically election on Cosmos sub governance because that's an interesting experiment. Uh, as a last uh, as a last question, I probably would say if you guys uh, are in the process of hiring new people, feel free to share uh, uh, any kind of introduction to the role. If you're interested to to share what kind of role are you looking are you looking for, please feel free to share it. Yeah. So uh, on the hiring, um, so we had two positions open. Uh, the grant lead and the marketing lead. So the grant lead, we fill the position. We will uh, announce it in the next two to three days, just finalizing um, the uh, the paperwork. Uh, we're very happy with the, with the recruitment itself from uh, the grant lead. The marketing lead, we also closed the application because uh, we felt we were in a, uh, in a good spot with the multiple credible uh, candidates in the pipeline. Uh, we are right now in the last phase of the recruitment for, for that position. Um, we're also thinking about uh, either hiring uh, what we call a venture grant specialist or uh, having someone from AADAO, an existing contributor to AADAO, take on that role. So that is uh, yet to be defined. Um, and then very likely we're also end up hiring uh, what we call a technical product lead or technical product manager uh, to help out uh, Carter and the strategy committee with uh, those RFPs. RFPs uh, take on a, a lot of work. Um, it's a lot of research. It's uh, writing specs. It's uh, going on interviews. It's monitoring the progress of the teams once they've been awarded the RFP or the grant. Uh, and so... Um, we're moving in, in, in since we're moving in the direction of RFPs and high priority, high priority grants. We think it's it's important to have uh, that technical product lead join uh, the team, like in, in in the in the short term. And that's pretty much it. Uh, I don't think we have uh, another position. No, we don't. Thanks a lot for uh, for the introduction. And I think uh, this piece has been very valuable for the community to know better the Atom Accelerator, especially this year mandate and the new funding categories. Uh, Cryptocito, do you have any last question to add? Uh, no, for me, it's all good. Um, yeah, very excited to see. I think you guys definitely had a lot of um, 
a lot of learnings in the bear market in the in the previous mandates that uh, are now being executed. Uh, also, like switching to the more like full time model, I think that's very important um, to have really like people full time in this because I also know how much you guys are doing and coordinating behind the scenes that maybe the community doesn't like see in the first place, like all the coordination efforts. Uh, all the thinking, the talking, and behind the scenes, just like st strategizing what you're, you know, how how you're uh, appearing uh, also um, to the outside, right? And like facilitating the onboarding for outsiders. I think that's a big thing that I'm very excited about also for the Cosmos Hub and also have more closer kind of uh, communication and coordination with, um, you know, the informal systems out there. And um, also Delphi would love to see, um, more more stuff with them as well. I'm also very excited about inscriptions. We we did uh, spaces with them also recently here. So yeah, very excited. Do you have any final words, Yusef, Joni, Raleigh? I I really like the the part that you said about behind the scenes because there's really a lot going on. Um, I mean we're we're in talks with teams every single day, maybe five to ten every single day and, and we're talking to delphi we're talking to informal we're talking to many uh teams in cosmos and outside of cosmos so you know it, it takes time for something to solidify and and you know uh a lot of it comes down to just strategizing negotiating and and filtering out what makes sense and what doesn't um and that's something that you know it's really hard to portray on chain or on social media um to the community uh but yeah um what you mentioned uh, is, I just wanted to reify it. And then maybe yeah. one, one last point is, uh, we're, our like core focus this year is really like to step up our game and professionalize the DAO, if I, if I, if I might say. Uh, and that, so we mentioned full-time model. Uh, we also recently onboarded into DAO DAO, uh, which is uh, an amazing advancement for us. Uh, it was pretty challenging last year. Uh, to coordinate multi-sig payments and to make payments uh, on time to grantees, etc. So we're very happy that we were able to onboard into DAO that also give us uh, treasury management capabilities that we will be leveraging. So we're DAO. Um, it is critical for us to position ourselves in, in the long term. And that starts with doing proper, having sound treasury management practices and uh, basically uh, preparing uh, the bear market when it arrives, making sure that we have enough stable coins in our reserves to uh, honor our commitments with uh, with grantees, our commitments with our own contributors. Uh, and so, yeah, I think that this year, I'm personally super excited and very hopeful about what we have uh, in store. Uh, you know, last year we we did pretty good, I would say. Uh, but uh, I think this this year is going to be a whole, a whole different game with all the changes and uh, and uh, Carter and, and, and Riley joining the, the team. We're super hopeful uh, on AEDAO uh, this year, and this is the, the you know the bull market is is around the corner, and uh, uh, we have to work with a sense of urgency to build as fast as possible uh, to be ready. It's a long term process, to be honest. Uh, like Johnny said, it takes time. Like. You know, building a startup is, is, is hard, but I would say building a decentralized startup is even harder. Um, but I think we've done roughly 70% of the job, 80% of the job in year one. Uh, and now it's about uh, consolidating and expanding. And we've built a, a team to 
to reach those uh, those objectives. So very happy about that. And thank you, Carter and 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 Riley and and, and curious for for all the, the the excellent and hard work and, and dedication commitment to to AEDAF. Yeah, last year was testnets. This year is mainnet. And also, I want to say one last thing. I really appreciate you guys also like you know stepping up, going out there doing all the behind the scenes stuff, talking to everyone, because the Cosmos Hub, I think, is in this special kind of position, right? There is not one core, there's no Cosmos Hub foundation, there's no core team that does the, the whole job. There's no leader in that sense, right? I think that's also why the Cosmos Hub and Anatom is so resilient and so strong and is coming out of the bear market as a top 30 asset. I think, yes, we, you know, we'd, we'd all love to see Atom in the top five, but I think being at the top 30, Without having that, what other chains have, a $500 million war chest led by, you know, a core team or maybe even the founders, right? I think the Cosmos Hub is in that very specific and unique position. And I think now coming out of this with all the things we talked about, shared security, security, security aggregation, inscriptions, Atom Wars, Babylon Partnership, I think that's all cool stuff that... Um, yeah, eventually we'll, we'll also, um, yeah, come out with, with nice products um, and eventually also have strong product market fit fit for certain things. But, um, yeah, just wanted to also say to to all of you guys, even Carter, Riley, uh, Joni, Youssef, that you guys are stepping up and I really want to encourage also listeners and everybody that has ideas or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step up, right? I'm going to apply. I, I want to be part of that. I want to contribute. I think the AEDAO is a good address to, like, get started right so yeah good times ahead all right thanks everyone for uh, joining us today i think it's been a super uh, valuable space and uh, now there is a good understanding of what is uh, the atom accelerator down mission and uh, this year funding teams so if you're interested be sure to apply and uh, if you have any questions feel free to get in touch with the people around here and uh, i'm sure that they will be able to help you Thanks everyone and see you to the next one. Thank you everyone. Bye. Motherfucker screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape them under the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days got them acting all bankless. Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken honest. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knotters and then to end a long day. Eleven bowls of chronic. Never known the politic. I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity. Before they hit rock bottom over impossible loss It's all moss and I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning forming mycological bonds Flick the cap yo the road is highly involved Flip a coin diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage like
like this shit is way for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your communitility All these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers, motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Tim Spaces.